so we're watching. Well, I should say she was watching uh, the TV and I walk in. I think I was coming home from work or something. And I'm like, what, what are you watching? And she's like, you know, that miracle movie. And I'm like, miracle on 34th Street? She goes, yeah. And I look at the screen and I'm like, huh, uh, that's the remake. And she's like, oh, I thought this was original. I'm like, no, the original's in black and white, sweetie. <laughs> if she doesn't like to watch black and white movies. So oh, I don't blame her. So I go ahead and I sit down. And I finished watching, um, I think it was coming home late that night or something. I was like all the way uh, at work until like the last possible minute or something. She'd already eaten. A lot of times she ends up eating before me. So I sit down and we watch the rest of it. And I'm like, well, you, since, it's, since it's Christmas time, you want to, and we just watched this one, you want to go back and watch the original one? Because it's better. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, is in black and white. She goes, no, I'll watch it. I'm like, all right, cool. She Usually she doesn't like to watch stuff in black and white because the new one, the remake, is from 1994. And mm, I didn't even know they made a remake. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all right. I mean, it's it's in the same vein and everything, but it's, um, you know, there's some differences. There's some definite differences, um, especially in the ending. Um, they never colorized the original? They did. Oh, okay. But it was just like, I, thought, I thought I had seen it in color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been colorized. Yeah. But I didn't go searching for that one. Yeah. I just went, she was already on the Disney, uh, we have the Disney Plus streaming app. I was like, mm. okay, so we'll just do it here because Miracle on 34th Street. I haven't figured out why it was, I don't know what's going on here, but that's another, that's another topic. <laughs> but anyway, so I go ahead and I pull up the original from 1947 with Ed Gwynn and, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, is it Marine Sullivan? I think it's Marine Sullivan. And uh, and then you've got um, Natalie Wood is the little girl, really awesome. Natalie uh, Natalie Wood is a uh, when she was a child. And um, so we'll go ahead and pull that up when we start watching. <clears throat> and I'm enjoying it because I love that movie. For me, it's it's classic Christmas. That's the kind of movie I want to watch that movie at Christmas time. And because it's so, um, it, it really is a feel-good movie, right? And the ending is brilliant. Mm. The, 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 I, I, I assume, you, yeah, you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen you it. Said you've seen it colorized. Uh, so we get about halfway through, and I look over at her, and she's falling asleep. So she's probably sound asleep. <laughs> so uh, I went ahead and finished watching it, and then after I was done, then I started watching some other stuff on like. I don't think I watched any more Christmas stuff, but I asked her when she woke up. I'm like, I can't believe you. I said it was only it was like only nine o'clock, and you fell asleep halfway through. You're just like really tired. She's like, No, it's the way they talk. <laughs> <laughs> because in the movies, you know, from 1933 to about 19, probably 51, 52, that section of filmmaking. There was this thing known as the uh, Mid-Atlantic dialect. Yep. It's not even a real dialect. It's this. It's this very sort of um, theatrical it's a, way. It's a pattern and a tone of voice and. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah a pattern, a dialect, a tone, a, just a way of a delivery. Yeah, and before that, it was the transatlantic. Was it actually called transatlantic? I think so, because it was a mixture of. Oh, yeah, because there was some Brit in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where you get those, like, lovely, like, thank you for coming to the game. Right. Right. Try Flavor Call. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is I love those old movies for that reason. I, I mentioned in, um, I think, one of the uh, uh, episodes that I did solo was that, you know, when I was growing up in Muncie, Indiana, there was on PBS they would have that matinee at the Bijou. You could watch. They would always play these old movies. You know, I, I've seen like all the Fred Astaire and Ginger Roger movies. I thought those things were fantastic. Um, but I always liked that sort of, say there, kid. Yeah. You know, what's a, <laughs> nice to meet you. I'll, I'll be back around later. You know, and it's that, that punchy delivery style, you yeah. know. 
Yeah. It always makes me think of like a carnival parker. Yeah. Or, or, or even um, uh, a street salesman, you know, going right. out. Like, Would you like some fresh peanuts? Say, yeah. I'm trying to sell some brushes. Would you like a brush? Yeah, exactly. Something John Lovitz, the comedian, would do. Exactly. <laughs> I got a coworker who's actually really good at that voice. Of doing his. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love John Lovitz. I'm a big fan of his. All this stuff. I'm acting. <laughs> Mom and Dad saved the universe. Oh, yes, Todd. <laughs> I am the mighty Todd. Todd, 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 Todd. But Christmas. Yeah. Christmas movies, Christmas music. I Obviously, this is another one of those things where because it's, if we're talking about movies and music, I can talk about it all day. There's all sorts of such. We have such a great tradition of uh, holiday uh, movies and um, music um, in this country. And uh, so, uh, it, do you do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Bah humbug! What? Come on! Okay, okay. Don't be that guy, because I can get that guy to come in here and co-host, because he's done it before. Die Hard. <laughs> Somehow, in my brain, I knew you were going to say something like that. There's also some other good ones like Krampus and The Fat Man. Oh, what's what's Compass? Krampus. Oh, cr- uh, Krampus. 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 That's a German thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Krampus knocked us just a couple What the ago. hell is it with you in Germany? I don't know. You don't know? Do you have any, like, thought to yourself? Man, I like a lot of shit from Germany. Maybe I should. I like a lot of shit from every country, really. Oh, crap. I just said shit. I'm going to have to put an explicit on the Christmas episode. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, well. Well, that's kind of my style, I guess. <laughs> so seriously, Die Hard's your favorite Christmas movie? No. Okay. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? No. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, what the hell are we going to talk about then? Snow. <laughs> I don't know. We can always talk about Christmas. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of Christmas movies, but to me, I mean, they're all kind of the same. You know, they have the same plot, just in a different location and a different thing. I mean, here's a really good example of this. Hallmark movies. Sure. But that's those usually have like a, a, a romantic slant to them. It's the same movie, different actors, different location. Sure. But those have a romantic slant. Yes. They to... have a romantic slant to their Christmas <clears throat> movie that is exactly the same as the previous year. Have, um, have we just lost our... So what's? I have two questions. I'm going to start with nine and what? mango. Oh, what? Oh, what's the template? Um, typically, middle-aged female from a big city moves back to small country, country-ish town, um, meets um, nerdy, formerly nerdy high school friend who's now hunky, secretly millionaire. And then they fall in love and she learns the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> That's amazing. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I won't tell you, but you're talking about specifically the Hallmark. Yeah, those are, tip, those are typical Hallmark Christmas movies. I mean, Christmas movies in general all have some sort of like feel good, learn the true meaning of Christmas by the end of sure. the movie. But I mean, um, that's kind of what you want at Christmas time. Because that's, that's the problem is you want at Christmas time. We keep loop, but we keep loop. People keep losing the true meaning. Of, I mean, look, okay. We're, so we're, let's take it. We'll take a couple of minutes here to rant. Okay. And then we won't rant. But let, you know, right. let's talk about it. Cause everybody talks about this, the commercialization of the holidays. Yes. And it's not just Christmas. Well, yeah. I mean, it starts in September, right before Halloween, and it goes until just after what? Uh, uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Well, because you got you got Halloween, which they're going to commercialize. Thanksgiving, which they're going to skip because you can't commercialize that super well. Not um, anymore. Yeah, and then you got Christmas, which they're going to commercialize. You got Valentine's Day, which they're going to commercialize. You got St. Patrick's Day, which the liquor stores are going to commercialize. <laughs> Um, at least in this country. Anyway. 
And then uh, Easter, uh, there's only so much you can do with the resurrection. I mean, unless you're a candy company, right? And then right. you're going to commercialize the hell out of that. <laughs> I, you know, to me, so it's it's funny. I wanted to do, you know, we did a whole, um, we did a whole month of Halloween stuff, yes, scary stuff, and I really enjoyed that. That was fun to kind of do that, um, especially since that's never really been my thing. Uh, I, we didn't do anything. Uh, the podcast didn't do anything for the whole Thanksgiving thing. And, um, and, I, and I have some personal reasons for that, but I also just, you know, we didn't, there wasn't, there, uh, there were just too many issues to getting podcast stuff done in November. In the, anyway. Yeah. And I had a lot of issues that whole week was a terrible week for me. It always is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know we briefly talked about, you know, some of that before, and, um, I've, but the thing is, I've never been a Christmas guy either. I'm not a holiday person in general. Yeah. It's not my thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of the same way. I, I like Christmas when I was a kid because, of course, you know, gifts. Right. And all the Christmas stuff was kind of cool. But as I've gotten older, I don't know if it's because I've become jaded or I just no longer give a crap. Um, it just well, it doesn't have the same pull that it used to. And here's, here's the thing with me. So... Anybody that knows me knows I'm, I'm not a Christian. Yeah. So first of all, that that's a whole that's yeah. strike one because, I, you know, I, I follow a, a, a Buddhist philosophy of life. I don't, not Buddhist religion because there's no such thing. I follow the Buddhist philosophy of life about compassion and caring, right? So, so that's strike one as far as, you know, enjoying Christmas time. So yeah. I tend to, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I think you can enjoy it without the religious overtones, but that does sort of, I mean, well, it's in the freaking well, name. Well, the thing is, is that, that's the reason why I don't think of it as Christmas time as yeah. much as I do the holidays. Holidays, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that yeah. because for me, the point is the, the, the holiday spirit, which is the spirit of giving and the spirit of caring. And right? most religions have a holiday right around this particular time because, you know, the yeah. winter solstice. Right, right. When we, we won't go into <laughs> we won't go into great detail about that. There's plenty of resources mm-hmm. for that. Um, but so the the thing is, is that for a lot, a lot of years, um, I never felt like this that that I, I had the right mm, company to mm-hmm. to really enjoy the holidays anyway i tended to be kind of jaded about it. it's like what's the point there's you know i would love to like you know spirit of giving and and all that but there's nobody to give to uh you know i was kind of you know irritated by that and not like some people it wasn't like i was lamenting the yeah. situation like like some people do um but uh, so that was kind of strike too it's like you know what's the point of all this you know, holiday fun, fun. Um, anyway, um, and then of course, um, when um, when Shay and I got married, and she got here from the Philippines, and then it's like, oh, this is going to be her first Christmas in America, and you know, she was raised a uh, Roman Catholic, and she still. Even though her, you know, some of her views have changed over time, you know, as far as religion goes, she's still very much, you know, Christmas time, holiday time, it's time for family, it's a time for, yeah. you know, sharing and that sort of thing. And because, you know, oh, I have somebody to share it with now, then it became a little bit more interesting for me to get involved. Um, and so I have always been really, really frustrated frustrated not just with like the commercialization but just the treatment of the holidays and forgetting the fact that you know this is in fact supposed to be a time of year that is about family Mm -hmm. friendship giving compassion caring for our neighbors and our loved ones and our family and oh my god Sometimes it just seems so hard to find other people that actually do that. Yeah. Even if they're oh, yeah. saying, oh, I want to do this, and they don't. 
total hypocrites about it. I think it's because most families secretly hate each other. <laughs> I, uh, and it makes it difficult to get together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you know. that, that's really about it. I mean, then, it, of course, we as Americans, we we always joke about, there's always a joke about, oh, well, we've got to go sit with the family or go hang out with the family. Right, We're right. always joking about how we secretly hate spending time with our family. And for a lot of us, it, it, it's true, you yeah. know, whether it's uh, political reasons or ideological reasons or <laughs> a vast myriad of similarly related reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. I'm not immune to that. No. Um, I don't, I don't hate spending time with my family, but they're, they're always, I always have to prepare myself for it. I always have to prepare. Okay. What are the things I'm not going to mention? What are the things I'm going to keep to myself? What are the things Uh, this person is definitely going to mention that I'm going to have to defend or, you know, yeah. Oh, I don't even do that anymore. I just don't. Just, I just the best keep, thing I is, just is just not interact. Yeah. <laughs> don't give them well, satisfaction. Well, the only thing I'm going to talk about is going to be fun stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm going to yeah. avoid the. But anyway, so that's kind of my rant is just I want people, you know, it's like if I go to a store to buy something and I got to deal with a bunch of rude people in the store, it's like, come on. Yeah. Come on. And this is, you know, thing. especially the ones that are. Christian or whatever they are, and it's like, wait a minute, you're this is your holiday, not mine, and you're the one that's acting like an ass. Stop it. That's because because <laughs> they act like that <laughs> all, all year, <laughs> not just around holiday. I know, I know. They just come out of the woodwork on holidays because mm-hmm. they got to go to the store and buy stuff because you know commercialism. Um, right. <laughs> Back to the commercialism. Yep. So it's gonna be hard to escape that one. Sorry. Yeah, I know. But, but I want to get that out of the way because yeah. that way it doesn't come up later in the episode when we talk about fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. So Elves, trees, Christmas. <laughs> Elf, Elf. Elf, that's a good... No, it's not. That is a good Christmas movie. No, it's not. Oh, this is the Will Ferrell thing. I don't like it? Will Ferrell. What? Where is... I've tried. I've tried. I do not like Will Ferrell. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm going to have to... You're going to make me have to drill down on this just a little bit. Why? Why do you not like Will Ferrell? Give me, give me I, something concrete. I don't find his comedy funny. I find his comedy uh, annoying and trying too hard. Trying too hard. I mean, that's the way it comes off to me. Is it, I mean, he, it's like he's trying to be funny, and I just don't find him funny. So you don't like you don't like the, his style. Of yeah, humor, I don't like his humor, okay. and I find him extraordinarily annoying and vastly overrated. <laughs> well, I don't know about the overrated part. I, I, I don't necessarily rate him any particular way i don't really either but, but I mean, I, compared I like, to other people's i like a good deal of the stuff i like that style of humor. Yeah, see, uh, i mean i don't i can only i can only handle so much of it but but i do enjoy it i, mean, I thought elf was hilarious there's other people who have his same humor that i don't mind as much but for some reason is just i don't know it's I find it more i don't know not off the top of my head huh i don't can't think of anybody else off the top of my head oh okay God, my hearing's gone. I could swear you said fly my head. And I'm like, fly my head. That's when my head's on flame. Head. <laughs> uh, I have a flaming so, head. It's that damn goblin. He tossed the torch again. <laughs> he, dropped, he dropped the torch and he ran again into another cog. And it just sort of. I just went, oh no. I've gone back and listened to that part of that episode several times just to get the laugh again about the goblin in your head. My goblin brain, yeah. Because that was hilarious. Yeah, oh, gobble brain. He's got a little torch, right. and occasionally <laughs> have to go contact the guild to get a new goblin because that one got lost and he died. And then you know, oh, but so, so you didn't, so you don't like Elf because of Will Ferrell. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you did like Die Hard. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed Die Hard, and that is in fact a Christmas movie because not only is it around the Christmas time, but it is a man or a person. Who has has to go to an event that they're being brought on by their significant other going to an event that they don't want to go to to fulfill an obligation to their family <laughs> how is that not a christmas movie <laughs> maybe you should uh, write a book on um movie formulas because you seem to have them all because <laughs> they're all the same <laughs> There's no, there's, there are no new stories, right? 
Just, you know, just different I, ways of telling it. I never realized that there was like this debate. Apparently, there was this tongue-in-cheek debate about whether or not Die Hard is a is a Christmas movie or not. Yeah. You know? Some people are like, yes, it's a Christmas movie. Others are like, no, it's not. The 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 big internet debates are: is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna probably alienate a whole bunch of people. A hot dog is a sandwich, and <laughs> pineapple goes on pizza. <laughs> oh, uh, don't forget. Pixar is secretly um, has a secret conspiracy in all their films. They're, um, this is a new one. Please explain. Oh, you don't know about this? No. Pixar theory. I need to know now. Oh, I thought for sure you knew about this. No. It's the one about where if you so there's all these they used to call it, I don't know if they still call it this. We used to call this meta humor, mm-hmm. where there's something in one movie that relates to another movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like for instance, um, they are they are known for 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 references to their other movies. Oh yeah, yeah, they're <clears throat> they're everywhere. I mean, like a poster of, you know, a poster of uh, McQueen, uh, mm, Lightning McQueen. Yeah, yeah, Lightning McQueen in the room. Oh wait, 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 wait. Is is this the theory that um, the old woman in Brave is Boo from Monsters Inc? Yes. Okay. I do. I do know that one. Yeah, it's the whole thing where it's it's all a, a timeline. Yeah. All the Pixar stories take place in the same universe, and there's there's a timeline, and there's all these links. Yeah. Between them stuff. I'm down. I'm down with that one. Okay. I like that one too. Uh, Shay was not aware of that one, and we ended up watching like this 20 minute uh, video on YouTube explaining it. And she was, and she was kind of like, wow. That's, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of ones that are like that that you kind of watch and you're like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And then you watch a guy on YouTube and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, <coughs> you know, I just thought maybe uh, maybe a um, topic for the future would be meta humor. I like that one. So, Ooh, can we do one on conspiracy theories too? Uh, yeah, yeah. The that's earth. in the pop culture, sure. The Earth is not flat. Well, yeah, yeah, I know we. It is round. <laughs> I, I wanted, to, I want to tell you my favorite, just because we're on the subject. And this is a tangent, and I apologize. It has nothing to do with Christmas, although it might. Um, my favorite meta humor piece of all time is if you go back to the Twilight Zone. There's an episode uh, called "Terror at Ten Thousand Feet," and mm-hmm. it stars. William Shatner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on a plane. There's something on the wing. Right. There's something on the wing. And he's losing his mind, right? Now, that's that's part number one. Part number two, when they made Twilight Zone the movie in the 80s, right, they redid that story. Yes. But it starred John Lithgow. Yes. Okay. Same story, same pretty much everything, but instead of William Shatner, it's John Lithgow, right? So that's piece number two. Now, 90s, we have the sitcom Third Rock from the Sun. John Lithgow, who was also John Big Booty in Buckaroo Banzai in the 25th and a half century. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's not the name. Um, (laughs) So John Lithgow is the head of this little group of aliens, right, that has come to Earth and to uh, experience life as humans, right? And um, his boss, John Lithgow's boss, is the head, played by William Shatner. Mm. And in one episode, they're sitting, William Shatner, the head, has actually come to Earth for something that's happened that's important or whatever. And so Shatner and Lithgow are sitting out on the roof of the house because that was always these endings with Lithgow out there on the the roof speculating over the lesson that he's learned in the episode and and they're talking about their experiences on earth because the head has has also had the the big head has also had these uh, experiences and Shatner says you know the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me when I come to earth and Lithgow's like no tell me and Shatner says I was on a flight from San Diego to New York one time, and I swear to God, I saw something on the on the wing. 
And John Lithgow goes, me too. <laughs> and it took a few beats when I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my God, they're both, oh, the part one, part two, this is part three. Holy crap. That to me, that was one of the most brilliant pieces of meta humor. And if you didn't already know that pop culture stuff, you you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't have got it. You would not get it. <clears throat> you had to be in the know about movies and TV to get that reference when Lithgow turns to him and says, me too. That's brilliant. <clears throat> that is pretty good. And it's clever. And that's my favorite. But there's, yeah, there's been lots of that. And we will. We will do a whole episode on Medi. <sighs> Sorry about that tangent, folks. Out there in listen land. No, we're not. We'll get back We'll get back to talking about Christmas. All right. I brought up a list of... Oh, oh, oh. So I'm, I'm going to tell you mine, because I, I do have favorites. You know me. Yeah, you have, you have, you, you, you're, you're a favorites person. I'm, I'm, I'm not a favorites person. I know. Um, my, my son asked me today, Dad, what's your favorite color? Black. Oh, what's your next favorite color? Black. Uh, gray. What's your next favorite color? I'm already having more than one. Why are you asking me this? Yeah, the, you clearly don't understand the, the definition favorite. of the word favorite. Yeah. I do that with Shay every day. She's like, oh, this is my favorite song ever. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Because <laughs> you've said sure. that before. <laughs> yeah, you've said that for another song before. <laughs> A few. <laughs> um, my, um, I think my favorite Christmas, see, here's, here's what happens. People will ask me around this time of year, hey, you, do you have a favorite Christmas music, uh, a movie? And the thing is, I go, oh, okay, I, I got I to gotta change tracks in my brain and, and think about Christmas movies. And there's always one that comes before any other. It's the one that pops up first. And so I've just decided that is my favorite movie because it's always the one I think of first. And that's uh, It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. Oh, God, Jimmy Stewart. Where, where, you know, the, surprisingly the, 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 the angels get uh, get their wings. Zuzu. Uh, Zuzu. That wonderful life. I love that movie because, and and then, and then when I think about it, I think, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is my favorite movie, and I know exactly why. Because that movie had a, oh, a, a palpable impact on me and it taught me something very valuable and and i'm i'm gonna leave you in a little bit of suspense so here here's the thing about it's a wonderful life um spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen a movie that's 70 years old <laughs> at the end of that movie <clears throat> uh, Je Je jimmy stewart uh, realizes the importance of, <clears throat> of the impact that we have on, on 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 the people and i mean that that's the message it's like how how many it, how many people have you uh, impacted how many people have you affected if you weren't there had you god forbid um uh, unalived yourself um at any particular point in time the lives that that you would have touched that you don't touch what you know what happens think about all the lives that you touch and and that was a really really important message for me when i was younger because it was like that's the kind of person i wanted to be i wanted i have always wanted to have an impact on people um i've always wanted to be able to be an agent of positivity an agent of good and that you know even if I can't, let's say, debate you and convince you to agree in my side of an argument, right? If I can have a positive influence and impact on your life that increases the quality of your life or increases your success by your definition, then I will have, I will have lived a fulfilling life. I don't care a whole lot, but much, much to my family's chagrin. <laughs> I don't care a whole lot about money and I don't care a whole lot. My definition of success is very personalized. And so 
I, I just, I want to have impact on people as much as possible. I want to help other people be the best versions of themselves as they can be. And I know it sounds really, really corny, but I really, really believe in that. And this movie encapsulated that belief, that thing that, that I wanted to be. So that's kind of cool though. Yeah. I mean that you can connect, you know, to something like that in that sort of way. Yeah. I, mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, and to this day, and, and the wonderful thing about it is, is that I'm at that age now where I'm starting to see the impact that I've had on people. And I've had people, I've had people have told me, Hey, I appreciate the impact that you had on me. I appreciate what you did for me. I'm like, Oh, did I? Awesome. That's amazing. I, I had somebody recently, um, a friend who told me about how I had been so impactful on them. And I had no clue. I had no clue. I mean, I had tried. Sure. I mean, not like, oh, I got to make this, you know, yeah. uh, not like Ernest or something, but it, it was someone that I, that it was a person that I felt strongly about uh, as far as a friend. And so, yeah, I wanted to be um, having an influence on that person. And then it turned out I did. I had no idea for all this time. And That's then, cool, though. I mean, it's, especially that 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 they would, you know, that people come up and tell you that that, that you know that you've had an impact, <clears throat> or that you've helped them somewhere. Right. I. Yeah. And to me, that's one of the most fulfilling things in life. Yeah. Because again, I follow a Buddhist philosophy of life, which is compassion, caring, and and, and giving and caring. I said it caring twice. Sorry. Um, so, so yeah, it's, and again, it sounds really corny, but for most of my life, when I wake up in the morning and I get out of bed, the first, if I'm not in a grumpy mood, <laughs> the first thought that comes into my head is who can I impact today? I make a conscious effort to think that thought every morning. Who can I impact today? Because that's, for me, that's my life's work. It's, and it's the reason why I want to get more stuff published and why I've always been a writer, because I want to use my words to have an effect on people, to influence people, to impact people. So. Well, makes sense. And, that, and, that, and that's why we get along, because I am, in fact, an agent of chaos. <laughs> so. True. We, we got to balance each other out here. You, you F things up. I ain't trying to come behind and fix <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. And I don't do that on purpose. It just sort of happens. <laughs> well, it kind of fits the profile of yeah. chaos. It just sort of happens. It just kind of happens. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to – we haven't gotten real deep into movies because apparently neither one of us is. But I, there are some other movies I want to kind of mention just to sort of uh, jingle the nostalgia bells in people's heads. Jingle their bells. <laughs> yeah, jingle their bells. Uh, actually, I wouldn't mind finding, uh, what is this, A Boy Called Christmas? I've never even heard of that one. The Grinch. The Grinch, mm -hmm. though. Yeah. That's that's some good stuff. Nightmare oh. Before Christmas. Yes. Although, I, I had a debate with somebody about that, about whether that, it's really a Christmas music or a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie or, or both. So that's fair. Uh, yeah. Um, I said, here's another Christmas movie. I really like Scrooged with Scrooged. Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, there's uh, there's one you said. Krampus. Krampus. Kramp what's what's Krampus. Can you, can you give me a, I don't know though. Okay. So <clears throat> it's not just your, <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> it's not just German. It's an Alpine thing. Um, the most people have heard of um, Saint Nick's Day, yeah, which is December fifth. Um, Saint Nicholas in the Alpine area had cohorts that went with him. There was uh, Black Peter and a few other ones, and one of them was Krampus. Krampus was a demon who took the naughty children whipped them with a birch with the with the switch and threw them in his sack to carry him carry them back to his cave to eat them later. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's the bad part of Christmas. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, he, he was the example of if you're a naughty child, not only will you get cold, but you may get eaten by the Krampus. So he's the boogeyman. Yeah, and they got a whole celebration, um, uh, Krampusnacht, which means uh, Krampus night, um, because the day is St. Nicholas's day, mm. and then it's Krampusnacht when he comes after St. Nicholas. Gotcha. And uh, they have whole festivals in, in, in different cities in Austria and Germany where people dress up as Krampus. Oh wow! And oh, some of the suits are amazing. Yeah. Oh. Cool. I, you know, but this this movie here, this Krampus movie, this is just a this is a horror movie. Yes, right? it, it's it, just it a is. Christmas yeah. Horror movie. Yeah, it's just a horror movie that takes place in Christmas using a Christmas character. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the Polar Express? Yes. Did you find it a little creepy? Yes. <laughs> I I was gonna respond with something along the lines of those dead children. <laughs> Those children have dead eyes. Yeah, there's. I've, I've seen a lot of people say this. I, I've seen it. I don't recall. I. I honestly don't recall if it was creepy to me. It might have been, but I've, I've seen a lot of people kind of think the anna, the animation on that was just a little. It's a little creepy. weird. Yeah. I. I kind of wonder if they did they did they use a rotoscope on that. I don't know, but the animations and the, and especially specifically the eyes in the animation is very flat. It just looks, it doesn't look normal. Right. So, which ups that creep factor. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, there's lots of other, man, there's, and, and again, there's, I, I think there's, there's some debate on some of these movies that, of whether or not they're Christmas movies or, I, you know, I'm seeing some stuff on here now. I'm going, oh, wait a minute. It's, I think it Fat Man is another, horror-like? No, with Mel Gibson, uh, somebody hires a hitman to assassinate Santa Claus. And Mel Gibson is, in fact, Santa Claus. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, the real Santa Claus? Yeah. He's the real Santa Claus? Uh-huh. Oh, man. I gotta see that. It's fabulous. I'm, you know, just for the fact that it's Mel Gibson yeah. playing Santa Claus, Yeah. that alone makes it interesting. But then, if there's a hitman... Yeah. Trying who would hire him man to kill Santa Claus. If I recall it was a child who was on, who was upset. Oh, that ain't right. That's not right. What now what about the frozen movies? Are those uh, No. Okay. I guess I'm gonna be watching that this weekend or next weekend or something. Because I've never I've never watched them so um I, I don't think they're Christmas mu- they're Christmas movies at, at all. I mean I I think they take I don't even Oh no. I think they take place during winter, but (laughs) we have our own little Krampus in here, the Chihuahua. Uh Princess Sassy Padme. You know why she's doing that? Because as we're filming this, it's ten till five. And it is time for her dinner because she's hungry. I was just gonna say she does the same thing that my mom's dog does and is slightly uncomfortable, so she wants to mess with everything. Oh, that's <laughs> that look. That's that's basically her throwing a fit. Let's talk a little bit while she's over here throwing her fit, and um, we're uh, we'll talk about Christmas music. So gross. How what? I hate Christmas music. Oh my god! I might as well have had Daryl in here. All right. So so. God, I'm not that bad. So here's the here's the problem that I have with Christmas with Christmas music. In all honesty, I don't mind it that much. But I used to work in retail, and I worked in retail for almost seven years. Do you know what you hear a lot in retail during Christmas time? Christmas music. Nothing but. <laughs> well, and it's kind of like Halloween music. It's like there's only so many songs. It's yeah. playing row before you have to start the rotation. <laughs> yep. It's like we never played Christmas. We never played Halloween music. We never played summer music. We just played regular music during the year, except when Christmas time came along. Right. Yeah. Well, I the I don't mind Christmas music um, as long as it's good Christmas music. And of course, you know, that sometimes that's questionable. I do kind of in. I do get a little bit nostalgic with like some of the, in the eighties, I know it happens every year. It's every decade, 
people are remaking songs and oh, yeah. reinventing songs. Michael, and stuff. either Michael Boop, Boop, <laughs> Michael Bublé, or Mariah Carey will release a Christmas album every single day. Yeah, I understand, but there was this time in the mid late '80s when there were a lot of rock stars that were doing Christmas stuff. Mm. You know, like Hall and Oates. I like their Christmas stuff, and uh, so some of that I kind of I kind of dig. Because it reminds me of, because when I was in high school, I actually enjoyed Christmas. Yeah. And um, that time of year, and and I had some friends that that you know we would you know do stuff at Christmas. Um, so, but I will say there is one thing that, and and I know this this is probably going to piss off some people, but whatever. Um, I um, the one thing I always dread about Christmas music. Christmas time is the fact that I am going to have to hear that one song so many Is it the same song I hate? I, maybe. What's what's the one you're thinking of? Song by Paul McCartney. No, it's not that Matter one. Matter of fact, it's this one right here. Oh my god, dude. That's that's eerie that, yeah, that you that called is, that. That is weird. No, actually, I like that song. I cannot stand this song. No, the one that drives me nuts and it is um, um, all I want for Christmas by Mariah. Carey. Oh yeah, I don't like that one either. Oh my God, it's just incessant. It's because you can't go anywhere without hearing it. It's and then and, and and that's the same with this one. The the particular song, if you if if you can't hear it in the background, is simply having a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, first of all, it's an occult song. Because if <laughs> hold on, hear me out. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. If you listen to the lyrics. <laughs> The moon is up. We're out having a party. You know, he's basically saying we're the moon's up. The fire is hot. We're having a party. And then that's when somebody shows up and they're like, oh, we're just having a wonderful Christmas time. We're not doing anything untoward. <laughs> no, put the knife down. Yeah, everything is, is normal. It's a Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, take the goat back. You know, it's. Yeah. And the naked virgin. What? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please put the clothes back on the sacrifice. I mean, the the, the naked virgin. I mean, the, the her. Yeah, yeah. We um, she's our friend. Yeah, we 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 uh, we've known her for for years. Well, you you know why that is. You know why it is, don't you? Mm. Because it's not the real Paul McCartney. It's the it's the double that they put in after yeah. Paul McCartney died in the accident, and yeah. so this devil is paying his fees. To the devil, you know, that, for... and, that, and that makes absolute sense. He's got to sacrifice the version every year, Christmas time. Um, just kidding, but this, for legal purposes, yeah, for legal purposes, kidding. we're just kidding. Um, but this was the song that I always heard. You know, the Mariah Carey one was, was bad, but every time I'd, I'd I'd turn around, it'd be this song. As a matter of fact, December first, I went to the grocery store. It's the first time I had gone out into a public location since mid-November okay. and they were playing Christmas music. I was not on the store five minutes and this comes on. <laughs> not even five uh, minutes. They have a shorter rotation in the store. The nice thing about that is um, his playlist is, is you know, a little bit more variety. And I, like, yeah. I do kind of like listening to the old standards from the Though, yeah, 50s those and I don't 40s. Want, yeah. You know, Bing Crosby. But Call they, me a goofball. But, but they play a lot of the more modern stuff. I would prefer the the older the, stuff. Old, the older stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, how do you feel about Santa Claus? <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> there's a picture of um, Michael Tyke of, uh, of yeah. Words are hard. There's a picture <laughs> of Tyson, the boxer. Okay, and he's holding a. Um, a red container and it says Sanny cloth. Right. Read that in Michael Tyson in Michael Tyson's voice. Fanny it's Fanny cloth. I got Fanny cloth. Yeah. So as soon as you said that, was the first thing that came to mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm indifferent. You're indifferent? Yeah. Okay. I mean, now, if you've probably heard me talk about kids, I've got a 10 year old and a seven year old. Um, and uh, we never said Santa doesn't exist, and we never said he did exist. Right. They just sort of picked him up from school. Right. And we just kind of went, eh, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. But then again, there's donuts with Santa this coming Saturday at their school. Mm-hmm. And my daughter doesn't want to go because Santa is a fairy and you don't deal with fairies. What? <laughs> you don't make deals with fairies. Oh my God. <laughs> this this reminds can, me of You can the, blame that one on me. Yeah. The, <laughs> this reminds me of CJ Piper. She's on TikTok. She wrote the book um uh the 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 moon the the moon and its night. Yeah. The the or is it the night and its moon? Oh my god, I have the book. I've started reading it. She's she's an excellent um she has an account on TikTok and she's um like me, she has a master's degree that doesn't do much for her. Yeah, and I got one of those. But her master's degree is in folklore. Mm. And she mm. did all these videos about don't invite, you know, if, 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 yeah. if, don't invite a fairy into your house, the fae. Any yeah, the don't fae. invite them. Yeah, yeah. She does this whole series on how to deal with the fae and avoid with They can't cross the threshold. Unless you're, yeah, they can't cross the yeah. threshold unless you invite them in. Right. And don't ever make a deal. Don't yeah, don't never make anything. a deal. Yeah. And stay away from the circles. Yeah, yeah. Don't walk inside the fae circles. When my children were smaller, <laughs> um, to sort of help with their fear of stuff, everything, <laughs> um, I created a... A group of people whose whole job was to make sure that the supernatural and the normal natural right. didn't interact. Sure. You know, and there was, you know, like the, um, there was a Fay Pact, there was these accords and all this other right. stuff. Uh, for those of you who have read Dresden Files books, you see where I'm going with this. Um, right. So, and, that, and that's where she, she, she got that. <laughs> that's awesome. She's like, I'm not, I'm not eating anything Santa gives me. I'm like, good girl. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. I appreciate that. <laughs> when I was a kid, I, I, you know, I was one of these kids that say, oh yeah, you know, I get my, get my, my gifts from Santa Claus, and you know, I, I like, I like the fact that Santa Claus is an enduring icon of giving. Yes. Uh, it annoys me to no end. However, the way that the, you know, it's like, uh, it's like someone said, uh, hey, uh, what if we had uh, Jesus bringing gifts? <laughs> you know, how can we commercialize Jesus? And somebody went, no, we can't commercialize Jesus. Don't do that. That's wrong. Okay, well, how about this guy over here, St. Nick? Oh, yeah, sure. That's yeah, that, fun. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so I don't. Well, I mean, he already sort of did that. They just. <sighs> it's sort of like taking someone who. Excuse you. They sort of like. It's sort of like taking someone who already sort of does what you want and just making it bigger. Yeah, sassy. Oh, poor sassy. Our poor little sassy. Does she want something? You want something from Santa Claus? She wants milk bones from Santa Claus this year. Feed me. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? I think we will wrap up this episode. Um, Wow. I I feel like I feel like we accomplished nothing. (laughs) An agent of chaos. Uh, That's all right. You know, if nothing else, maybe people got a good laugh this time around. Yeah. This is our official Christmas episode, but it's see, that, just a joke. That's the mean, but see, that's the meaning of Christmas: to enjoy your life. There you go, with family and friends, and have a good laugh, and have a good. And if it's at our expense, awesome. Yeah, I mean, even better. <laughs> I mean, I make fun of myself all the time. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. So, uh, everyone out there in Listen Land, just a reminder that if you have a topic for us to discuss or present. Um, or if you have a question you want us to answer, then uh, shoot us an email to highculturelowfriends at gmail.com. Hit that uh, follow button or that subscribe button. Um, and I do, I want to take a moment here to thank our listeners. I, I feel like it being labeled as a Christmas episode will get a lot of listens on this one. And, and so, then they listen uh, to it and go, what the hell was uh, that? What were we thinking? <laughs> so I, I want to take this opportunity and I and I may do I may do the same thing in a couple episodes that, that actually air before this one. Uh, but we had a tremendous year this year on uh, High Culture with Low Friends. We recently got some statistics back from Spotify and oh my god, we have such great fans. We have devoted fans. 
uh, 63% of our fans uh, follow us. They don't just listen, but they also follow us. And so we really appreciate that. We want to thank everybody out there, especially in the Christmas spirit, for uh, following us along on our journey as uh, we learn how to do this and as we try to bring you guys some fun, informative, uh, entertaining uh, content. Um, uh, so thank you. Thank you for that, uh, for, for all the great statistics you gave us. Um, maybe one day we'll get some sponsors and make some money. <laughs> Yay, money. Although after ranting on commercialization, that may not happen. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd sell my soul for a candy bar. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that had to be an awful damn good candy bar. <laughs> no, nah, Snickers would be fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, maybe I just had like three run. naughty thoughts coming in my head that I can't say on the Christmas episode <laughs> about what kind of candy bar I eat. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway. Follow, subscribe. Thank you very much. Uh, email us at uh, highculturelowfriends at gmail.com. Uh, soon next week, we'll be uh, ending season one and probably taking a short hiatus to get ready for season two. We've got a lot of smart and fun and uh, hopefully entertaining stuff coming in the new year. And uh, in the meantime, stay cultured, my friends. Bye. You've been listening to High Culture with Low Friends, a weekly odyssey of everything pop culture. High Culture with Low Friends is copyright and produced by Wicked Wolf Media Art Studios. Be sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss a moment. Mm-hmm.